0: For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Mark Berdici. You're listening to Daybreak. As fall break comes to a close, Princeton had an exciting homecoming, and the FDA made an important announcement about vaccines. It's Monday, October 25th. On Saturday, Princeton football moved to a perfect 6-0 on the season, after a thrilling 18-16 victory over Harvard in five overtimes. Before the game, the Crimson and the Tigers were the only two undefeated Ivy League teams remaining in conference play. After Saturday's victory, Princeton commands the inside lane to a conference championship with four league games remaining, including the final home game of the season against 3-3 Yale on November 13th. The narrow victory over Harvard was not without controversy, however. Per new NCAA rules, if the score is still tied over two overtimes, teams begin to alternate attempts at two-point conversions to determine the winner. In the third overtime, Princeton failed to convert its conversion attempt before Harvard seemingly scored, won the game, and rushed the field. However, the referees determined via video review that Princeton head coach Bob Sarace, class of 1990, called timeout before Harvard got the playoff, negating the score and allowing Princeton to go on to win the game in the fifth overtime. Yesterday, the Ivy League released a statement that, quote, a timeout can only be recognized and granted prior to the snap by an on-field official and is not reviewable, meaning that the conversion was wrongly removed and Harvard should have won the game. The game will stand as a Princeton win, however, and the league stated that they'll address the error with the officials. In other Princeton headlines, the university inadvertently released private information about students, faculty, staff, and other university affiliates, in a UHS email updating students about COVID testing protocols after break. Students received a follow-up message shortly thereafter, asking them to disregard the previous message, followed by another email asking them to delete the spreadsheet containing private information. A university spokesperson apologized for the error in a statement to the prince. You can read more at dailyprincetonian.com. In a move that has implications for families across the country, on Friday the FDA announced that doses of the Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine meant for children ages 5 to 11 appear to offer a high level of protection against hospitalizations and death from the virus. They also found no unexpected safety issues. Having made its analysis public, the agency will wait to hear the opinions of a panel of independent experts before officially calling for the child-sized doses to be available for this age group. Should their use be authorized, the Biden administration has already secured enough of these doses for every child in the country that will quickly be shipped to the over 25,000 pediatricians and primary care providers and 100 children's hospital systems already registered to administer them. And in international news, Cambodia is placing renewed pressure on the Metropolitan Museum of Art in Manhattan to return items that appear to have been looted before being bought by or given to the museum. And in Colombia, security forces have captured a drug lord by the name of Dairo Antonio Uzzica who had been listed on the US Drug Enforcement Administration's Most Wanted Fugitives list for a reward of $5 million following a reign of terror in northern Colombia that facilitated his cocaine trafficking operation. If you're in the Princeton area today, expect warm weather with a high of 76 degrees before thunderstorms move in this evening and bring heavy rainfall to cool things off. That's all for Daybreak Today. Hope you all had a wonderful break. Today's episode was written by Jack Anderson, Eli Costa, and Maddie Losted. Sound engineered by Jack Anderson and produced on the 145th Managing Board of the Prince. Our theme was composed by Ed Horn, Class of 2022. For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Mark DiDici. Have a wonderful day.